a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. KSL News Time 644. The three things you need to know this hour first. Republicans in the legislature have passed a bill amending what can be taught in public schools when it comes to race and religion. Democrats say it blurs what's allowed and not allowed to be taught. I'm KSL News Radio's Lindsay Ayers. Second, Utah lawmakers have just passed a bill that spells out major changes to where and when abortions can be performed in Utah. We'll go in-depth in just a few moments. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot. That remains to be I-80 on the east side of the valley. If you're coming from Parley's Canyon, it's still a slow drive from the quarry over to 2300 east. After that, it starts moving much, much better. And then eastbound I-80 bogged down and slow from just after 7th east to 2300 east. Ricky Meese and KSL Traffic Center. Partly cloudy skies today, but a weak storm will brush by tomorrow morning. I'm Kevin Eubank. It's 36 degrees now. KSL's top national stories from ABC News. A South Carolina jury deliberated only a matter of hours before deciding on Alex Murdoch's fate. Guilty verdict. The panel's forewoman announcing the decision to find the disgraced lawyer guilty of murdering his wife, Margaret, and his son, Paul, as well as guilty on a weapons charge. ABC News legal contributor Shauna Lloyd says the verdict may have largely been based on one piece of evidence, a video that was shot at Murdoch's kennel moments before the killings took place. That video was one of the most damaging pieces of evidence. It is something that places him there minutes before the crime, and he had no nothing that he could say other than I lied about it and lied for a year and a half. I think that's really what sealed uh, the verdict in this particular case. Murdoch is expected to be sentenced tomorrow after victims' impact statements are presented to the court. He could receive 30 years to life in prison. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
Now back to Utah's legislature passing new abortion restrictions this afternoon. This bill would mean no health clinics in Utah can perform abortions, I believe, starting later this year. Joining me live on the KSL Newsline is Democratic Senator Jen Plum. We appreciate you coming on. You are a doctor, and you wanted to make some changes to this bill on the Senate floor this evening. What were those changes? Yes, thanks for having me and and giving me the opportunity to spread kind of more thinking around this. I particularly have concerns about the reasons that Utah would allow women to receive abortions. We have built in there that if there was a physical health concern that we would allow that, we would allow there to be a process for that. And for me, the mental health of a woman, of a potential mother, is also very very important to consider. There are mental health medications that are contraindicated. You can't take them while you're pregnant because there's something we call teratogenic, which means harms the life of the fetus or the body of the fetus. And so I really wanted us to be thoughtful about where the exceptions would be. And we had talked about this in committee as well before it came to the floor. And I I feel like there was more openness to it here on the floor. And so I'm hopeful moving into the interim session, we'll be able to explore ways to protect these these women. Democrats sent out a statement calling this an effective ban on abortions, but it still allows them in some cases up to 18 weeks of pregnancy. Why do you feel like this is an overall abortion ban? Well, I, I think that the intent of the law is that it's a ban and that it is really difficult, if not impossible, depending on where you live and what resources you have to be able to obtain an abortion. And so, you know, yes, you're right. There are some carve outs for there to be able, you know, for a woman to be able to get this procedure. But to have a hospital based procedure is probably going to cost somewhere between ten and twenty thousand dollars. If they have a hospital that is nearby and that you have a way to get to and to receive that care in, you have to have the quote unquote qualifying reasons. I mean, there are a lot of, of ways that people can be denied. And so, yes, there are workarounds, but let's be honest, you have to be pretty knowledgeable and you have to have a lot of resources to make that happen very easily for you. So we had Representative Lizen on about a half an hour ago. She is the House sponsor. And I'd like to play a bit of our interview for you and get your reaction. I asked her what would happen if a hospital refused service for a child victim of rape. And this was her reaction. So there is, there will be clinics. We've we've opened it up so that a doctor's office can provide uh, for these individuals who are victims. So it's really, there's been a lot of talk about it being restrictive. It really isn't restrictive. As she presents it, it's pretty cut and dried. Uh, your reaction? Um, I've got to be honest. I'm a little bit speechless listening to that because. There is no doctor's office where a child can receive an abortion. So to hear that, that's a bit nonsensical to me, honestly. And I'm talking about in today's current base. So there is an effort um, by what happened today with some amendments on the bill to make it so that there were certain clinical settings. Um, And to me, that means a clinic that's associated with a hospital where uh, an abortion service could be provided, but a doctor's office, I'm sorry, there's no one in the state of Utah that's a pediatrician that's performing abortions. That, that, that makes me scratch my head some. 
Thanks so much for joining us. Dr. Jen Plum, a Democratic state senator who voted against this measure. KSL News Time 650. We appreciate you coming on. Thanks so much. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.